You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Welcome to today's episode of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. As promised, Doug Grant, who started the 50-mile ride for Rwanda, is here in the studio. Doug, welcome to Critical Mass Radio Show. Thank you. Happy to be here. It's good to have you here. Let's start very simply. Can you tell our audience a little bit about you and sort of your backstory behind the 50-mile ride for Rwanda? Like my day job or... How did you first... Yeah, what do you do and how did you get exposed to this concept? Why are you doing this? We're going to talk about it in more detail, but just set the stage for us. Well, the concept for the ride actually uh, began uh, just with a bunch of buddies. Um, I turned 50 several years ago, and uh, it's typical in the cycling community to do an epic ride on your birthday. So we thought, okay, 50 miles on a mountain bike, which is what my passion is, uh, that's a pretty epic ride. So right. uh, we decided to uh, put a ride together. And then it was uh, shortly after that that I just was inspired to turn it into a fundraiser. Okay. And how did I select uh, Rwanda? Yes. So I had, uh, well, I love coffee, I admit. And so uh, Rwanda, you know, is kind of known in the past for the genocide and the, the tragedy uh, tragedy. Uh, 20 years ago but they've risen above that there's it's just a, an amazing land now of forgiveness reconciliation it's incredible well it's also the land of uh coffee there's a half a million small plot coffee growers in rwanda really? so yeah that got my attention as well okay so i heard about project rwanda where um uh, mountain bike industry uh legend tom ritchie he visited rwanda he was inspired by the people and the story that he heard of their reconciliation so he said you know i can uh, i can help these people i can help them rise above poverty because Typically, a Rwandan coffee grower, they carry a 100-kilo bags of these coffee cherries on their way uh, from their farms to the processing stations. If they can um, have a way to do more trips in a day, faster trips, they can be more productive, maybe rise above poverty. Makes sense. So he created these cargo bikes, uh, actual steel utility bikes uh, with gears. Um, and uh, they were able to uh, ride uh, up and down these hills. Rwanda is called the land of a thousand hills. Right. And uh, so, anyway, they needed uh, a way to be able to improve their productivity during the day. So, found sounds out about... Sounds like a good place for a mountain biker, though. Uh, oh, yeah. I got to visit it um, okay. in 07. Right. We, we did a mountain bike trip uh, there and rode from village to village. And uh, uh, incredible beauty in Rwanda. Terraced hillsides with uh, coffee trees and, and beautiful farms. Beautiful people. Oh. Very welcoming. Well, yeah. thank you. I'm learning so much... In the first segment of the show, about I, frankly, I, I did. I had the imprint, the wrong imprint of yeah, Rwanda. Yeah, frankly, it's, based it, on that was what was newsworthy at the time. Right? Correct. It's far different than that today. It's one of the safest places to visit in Africa right now. Okay. So wow, look at you. You are just you. you <laughs> just Doug Grant is just full of information. He's we're here to talk about his fifty mile ride for Rwanda. So tell me about the the organization or the, the process of the 50 mile ride for Rwanda okay. what, what what are we experiencing here so it's it started out that first year as this birthday ride and uh, then it kind of took on a life of its own and uh, so uh, we now are going to be hosting our ninth annual ride the organization is really just a bunch of buddies uh, it's just a group of volunteers that kind of caught the vision uh, feel like you know they're taking something that they love to do anyway which is mountain biking mountain biking and turning it into something that can uh, do some good for some people. Okay. So we uh, have very few meetings uh, to put on this event. Uh, we have maybe six meetings. They start in November when we kind of kick off the the uh, promotion for the event. We kind of got a 
organized list of duties and who does what. Where do you uh, ride? Okay, so uh, the event starts at Oakley in Foothill Ranch. Sure. They're a major sponsor. Uh, we're grateful to have them on board. They're great friends. And it kind of fits with their brand as well, right. that kind of adventure. We actually have a 50-mile event. We have a 25, and we have a 10-mile event. All okay. three st- uh, start at Oakley. So we go through three Orange County parks with our event. Uh, in order to get the 50 miles in. So we go through Whiting, we go through O'Neill, we go through Casper's, mm-hmm. and then back to Whiting, uh, or back through O'Neill, excuse me, and uh, back to uh, to Oakley. Okay. So, and we're going to uh, talk a little bit more about the event because it's coming up. For it those is of coming you that, up. those of you that are listening to us live here on octalkradio.net, you're in luck because you might be able to register. I want to get into that. I hope that. they do. <laughs> yeah, I'll get into that in a little bit. I'd like to switch gears with you for a mm-hmm. little bit sure. here. Sure. Um, let's talk about you as an entrepreneur. Okay. And a question that we ask uh, pretty regularly is your guiding principle, Doug, a philosophy for how you approach your business practice. Can you share that with our audience, please? Yeah, you know, um, we're talking a little bit about Africa, and there's a there's an African proverb that says, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go with others. Mm. And uh, so I know you're a fan of peer groups, and uh, so am I. So I think if there's okay. a guiding principle, it's that I'm not smart enough to know everything on my own. I need I need buddies for accountability. I need buddies for uh, their wisdom, best practices, et cetera. So I'm actually a member of a couple of peer groups, and one of them is industry specific to right. to my printing and graphics industry and we meet three times a year and and uh, again we share best practices and learn from each other and and uh, have you know guest presenters that uh, teach us uh, new technology and trends I'm also a member of a Christian CEO group called Convene, sure. and uh, we meet monthly, and it's very similar to like Tech or what's I think now called Vistage. Right. So um, again, the thing I like about that one, well, there are two reasons I like it. It's uh, we're able to share in like a forum setting about real life business issues that we're all struggling with, and I get a, a perspective from outside the industry. Isn't that so, healthy? So, so, yeah, it is because sometimes you know we drink the Kool Aid of our own industry, and right. you know, uh, so it's good to have an outside perspective. That's great. Um, it's also, I, I like the fact that it's helping me integrate like Christian principles into my daily business, which mm-hmm. is uh, personally very helpful for me. Good. Well, thank you for sharing that. I sure. appreciate it. We're talking with Doug Grant. He's many things. One of the things is he's president of West America Communications. You kind of mentioned that. So yeah. why don't you open the door? We have a few minutes for our next commercial break. Set the stage. What services do they offer? Why do clients do business with you? Well, because they love us. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So, Obviously. <laughs> so West America Communications was actually formed last year, although I've been in the business for 38 years. So I owned West America Graphics, a uh, printing and general commercial uh, marketing firm in uh, Orange County. I uh, merged last year with a college buddy of mine, uh, Bill Burnt, with PSB Financial. So we both, uh, I mean, let's face it, our industry has changed in the last several years. The printing industry? Oh, you think? Like, yes. Yeah. Quite a lot. Yeah, it has. And so as we're trying to adapt and grow and and uh, become relevant still and stay relevant and valuable, we decided, you know, we'd be better together. Uh, so we went to college 30-some years ago and decided, let's, let's give it the old college try again. So uh, we merged and today uh, we're honestly uh, we call ourselves the new spirit of communications it's like it's fun uh, to talk about business again and to be able to offer things that are truly valuable to to our clients and like what well so yeah we do print and mail that's the core but outside of that and and the value that we add we do have design full design creative even marketing strategy uh, we offer a dimensional, uh, three-dimensional, like structural design and engineering for uh, packaging. We're starting to offer video. We do online storefronts, uh, which are uh, marketing collateral portals um, for our clients to be able to manage their uh, marketing collateral. 
Oh, goodness. So um, it sounds like a technology has really infused itself into it the industry a lot. It has. Yeah. yeah. And you're vertically integrated to some degree, it sounds like, with design and yeah. the other features that you're offering. Yeah. It's, is that what clients are – it must be what clients are asking for in your well, space then. Some clients uh, utilize our full suite of services. Okay. Others, you know, kind of a la carte, just pick what's relevant and important for them. Uh-huh. Um, so, it's, it's again, it's kind of fun to be able to insert ourselves uh, wherever it's needed uh, to the degree that it's needed. Right. So is it a challenge? Has it been a challenge to find the right path forward strategically for your business? Yeah, and I don't know. I read a lot of business books, but I don't. I can't tell you what we're going to look like 10 years from now, even five years from now. I really okay. can't. So important to us is to just have a big funnel, a big pipeline okay. um, that we just are dropping stuff into and seeing what kind of sticks. Uh, that's how we added video just this last year. What type um, of video? A full, like corporate video. So uh, promotional video, informational, instructional video, uh, okay. annual report video. You know, it's it's big now. Uh, uh, clearly, it's uh-huh. uh, very important in a marketing mix to include uh, video, especially with social media, especially with mobile devices, which are becoming more important uh, for uh, communication tools. I'm talking with Doug Grant, and we're we're talking both about the 50 mile ride for Rwanda, and we're also talking about his communications firm, West America Communications. Did you? discover video and say, I think my clients would want that? Or were your clients saying, hey, Doug, can you guys do a video? For-? I mean, how did that happen? Well, a little bit of both. Um, so on the uh, the company we merged with, PSP, they had been doing um, some uh, video in the past. So we had experience with it. But we knew that we wanted to take it up a notch. We, you know, When people think of West America Communications, um, we have a certain, there's a certain brand, there's a certain value that they know that they're going to receive. We're not the least expensive, uh, but we provide the most value for the dollar that they invest. Okay. So we wanted, uh, when we knew that we wanted to expand video again, because we we saw that that's the direction the market was going in addition to, to the print. So when we added video, we wanted to do it the West America way. We wanted to make sure that we offered something that was uh, of greater value. Okay. So how do we do that? Well, anybody with a GoPro you know, uh, and a tripod can call themselves a videographer. So right. we thought, okay, uh, we want to, it's the art of the story. That's the differentiator for us. We also feel like um, there, we have a little tagline that I don't know, uh, we're going to say that we invented it. Uh, shoot once, create many. Hmm. So uh, we want to go in, we want to have a strategy. We want to talk to the client about what what are they trying to achieve with this video uh, can we integrate it um, to the rest of their brand their messaging their campaign and then we come in and we shoot but we strategically plan that shootout so that we can then capture a bunch of other um, film clip that right. we can perhaps use later throughout the year and it's a little more economical way uh, to uh, to put a you know a video strategy together yeah that's a lot more economical right because mm-hmm. you can mix and match b-roll and other <laughs> there things you go. and you end up i didn't with... even know what b i didn't even know how to spell b-roll <laughs> until a year ago but <laughs> now look at no, you. No, yeah look at me now <laughs> yeah now, now you're a videographer apparently so yeah, that's fantastic thank you for being honest doug grant sure uh, we're going to take our next commercial break here on critical mass radio show and then when we come back we're going to talk about this event that's coming up if you're listening to us live or as a podcast and it's not quite the end of april you're in luck stay tuned even if you haven't if you're listening to us as a podcast after april of 2015 stay tuned anyway because you'll learn about the 50 mile ride for rwanda after these words from our our sponsors 
Let's face it, not all company challenges are the same, which is why strategic market intelligence can help identify the actionable information you need to be more competitive. Gain a better understanding of your brand, competition, best prospects, or new product opportunities to generate greater revenues in 2015. Call 949-357-9547 or visit www.strategicmarketintelligence.com. Are you ready to tap into the power of social media to promote your business? It's easy to get social with Turn Up the Volume, the award-winning social media marketing professionals who know how to get results. Drive web traffic, boost sales, get social today. Visit www.turnupthevolume.com. That's turnupthevolume.com. Richard Franzi is a highly sought-after keynote speaker on topics of interest to CEOs of middle firms across North America. Richard's talks include Killing Cats Leads to Rats, a fascinating look at how unintended consequences of CEOs' decisions impact their firm's performance. Your Gray Matter Matters, which explores how a CEO's mindset can differentiate a middle market firm and define its culture. Richard delivers talks to a variety of audiences, ranging from executive team retreats to keynotes in front of hundreds of CEOs. To learn more about his talks, visit criticalmassforbusiness.com and select the contact page or call 949-887-4104. And welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. Doug Grant is our guest. He's many things. He's an entrepreneur and president of West America Communications. He's also started the 50-mile ride for Rwanda. And we're going to be talking more about that in just a second. But first, I wanted to thank and acknowledge our listeners who download the show as a podcast. You've listened to over several thousand episodes during the last 30 days. We here at the radio show appreciate your continued and growing support. All of our shows can be heard on iTunes, Stitcher.com, Spreaker.com, several hundred former guest websites who their CEOs have been on our show and the companies place their interview on their website somewhere, maybe on their homepage, as well as various other business-oriented podcasting services. All right, Doug. So... As I said before the break, this year's ride is coming up. Yes, it is. Uh, Saturday, April 25th. Okay. And how many people generally do the ride? Well, we've uh, grown every year uh, that we've uh, initiated this event. And so uh, last year we had 936 riders. We're really hoping to get over 1,000 riders this year. So that's split between about half do the 50-mile ride, about 40% do the 25-mile option, and, you know, 100 or so do the uh, 10-mile option. And are they all mountain bike then because of the trails? Yes, it's all mountain bike. Yeah, Yeah, it's a mountain bike event. Okay. And do you have to be like a really avid mountain biker to be able to perform this? No, you just have to learn, uh, know how to have fun, basically. It's a fun ride. It's not a race. And I think that's what is the appeal of our event to uh, many of our participants. There's, There's a lot of hard core people i mean to ride 50 miles on a mountain bike yeah you there's a that's a special breed um so not everybody does the 50 a lot of the people that do the 50 are also racing 
but uh, not at our event. It's okay. uh, it's just a ride. So the people that do the ten and the twenty five, they're you're more your weekend you know riders. Mm-hmm. Um, the ten mile especially would be maybe novice to to beginning riders. We added that to help grow our numbers and to sure. bro- broaden the appeal to a number of uh, different cycling folks. And are they raising money? What what what? Yeah, uh, it's obviously raising awareness. We're here talking about it. Yeah, we are. Uh, we're we're blessed to be raising uh, quite a bit of money. In fact. Um, you know, go, going back to the first event in 2006, uh, our goal was to attract 50 riders and raise enough money to buy 50 of these cargo bikes, and that was a $7,500 goal. We ended up with 238 riders, and we raised uh, $28,000. And so we thought, okay, we, there's something happening here. Wow! And, uh, and that it, must like, have made you feel pretty. It, good. it felt pretty good. Yeah, for everybody that was involved, right. not, not just me. So since then, like I said, it's grown every year. So over the course of the first eight years, we've raised five hundred fifty thousand dollars for our nonprofits. Gee whiz. Yeah, our goal this year is to raise another hundred and fifty. So it's a, it's a, it's a big goal, but uh, we're right praying that we reach it. And how much does a bike cost? One hundred and thirty-four dollars. Okay. So uh, that's a that's the cost of a bike landed into uh, into Africa. Last year, our event uh, we we split. We're going to talk about the, my nonprofits that we uh, support. Yes. yes. Okay. So our, our event uh, raises funds for two nonprofits. One of them is called Team Africa Rising, and uh, that is uh, a organization, a nonprofit that started out as uh, Team Rwanda Cycling. It was the national cycling team for Rwanda, and uh, they have since expanded to uh, incorporate uh, training athletes in uh, Ethiopia and Eritrea. So they broadened their their reach and now they're called team africa rising okay uh, it's team africa org. if people want more information and uh their hope and goal is to have a all african cycling team in the tour de france one day mm. i can also tell you that they originally thought that they were there to train athletes to, be, to compete internationally but they've since found out that the biggest contribution they make to the the country and to the athletes themselves is in educating them, giving them sustainable life skills uh, beyond just the bike. Wow. Uh, so that's a big part of uh, that organization. It's a big part of my heart. So when we provide bikes, I can tell you the second um, fundraising nonprofit or the nonprofit that we raise funds for, it's called World Bicycle Relief. That's worldbicyclerelief.org. So uh, they provide uh, utility bikes to uh, caregivers to students uh, to entrepreneurs uh, primarily in Africa um, they're, they've been in existence for about six years there's 200,000 bikes that they've provided in Africa alone it's, wow. yeah it's well funded it's big it's a big organization they've got 800 trained mechanics in Africa alone half of our proceeds each year go to world bicycle relief it funds a car a container load of 220 utility bikes mm-hmm. uh, two years ago uh, these bikes went to students in Ramagana Rwanda which is uh, hometown of Adrian Nianshuti now Adrian he was the first Rwandan mountain bike athlete to compete in uh, the Olympics he competed in 2000 12 in the london olympics so i I got to meet him when i was there in rwanda Uh it was like uh, he's like a rock star in the country and so uh he wanted to give back to his hometown so uh we helped him to do that with uh, providing these bikes they went to students in uh, ramagana to allow them to get to school uh otherwise they wouldn't be able to get to school the average you know 
a child in Rwanda might have to travel 10 to 20 kilometers. I was going to ask you, what's the commute to yeah. find a, to get to a... Their, their commute is on foot, typically, and it's right. 10 to 20 kilometers. So choice between going to school versus staying at home to work on the family farm, you know, sometimes they don't have a choice. Well, with a the bike, they can get to and from and, and be able to, to do both in a day. So it's really making a major impact in their lives. A that. sustainable impact, yeah. You know, one of the philosophies of World Bicycle Relief and Team Africa Rising is uh, a hand up, not a hand out. Okay. Uh, these these bikes are, you know, given to people to allow them to have an opportunity they otherwise wouldn't have. Mm-hmm. They're, not, they're not necessarily a gift. There's an expectation that they're going to give back to their community as well. So how did you find these two specific organizations to benefit from your ride? World Bicycle Relief, I've found uh, just through some uh, research and some friends uh, networking. We started out supporting Project Rwanda when, when uh, in the first two years of the event. They were not able to support. There's 2,500 of their cargo bikes in Rwanda today, but you know, in Rwanda, there's no, there's no like uh, bike shops. There's no, you know, getting tubes and and brake pads and all. It just was a problem to be able to support those cargo bikes. So okay. the Project Rwanda bikes were they weren't. It wasn't a sustainable enterprise. So when we found that out, we decided, um, and I learned about World Bicycle Relief again just through the research that I'd done, and we made some connections with them, and they were eager to get involved in our event, and it's been a good partnership since. Uh, Team Africa Rising was um, kind of birthed out of Project Rwanda in the early days as well. Okay. So um, in addition to the cargo bikes, uh, Tom Ritchie and Jock Boyer, uh, who is the coach of Team Rwanda, uh, got together and, and uh, they were inspired to create a national cycling team. They saw these athletes in Rwanda and said, you know, let's let's help them compete right. uh, on the national sta- or na- international stage. And, and you say one of their goals is to have an all-African team compete? Yes. Yeah, in the Tour de France. Tour de France. So yeah. that's not happened. There is a team that's going to compete this year, and uh, they are from Africa, but it isn't an all-black African team, and that's what they would like to be able to provide okay. uh, it, and, uh, from the world stage. Um, it's an inspiring story. Even Team Rwanda today is an inspiring story. They get, they do compete in international events, but you know the Tour de France is like, you know, it's another level. Exactly. Yeah, so it might be a few years out before they're able to... Uh, to achieve this goal, but um, it's what drives him forward. Wow. So we're talking with Doug Grant. He is, and we're talking about his sponsored ride, the 50-mile ride for Rwanda, and we were just kind of detailing, he was detailing for us the two major charities that the proceeds from the ride support. You know, take me back to the first time. Why did it scale so quickly? Is it because you have relationships in the mountain biking industry? I mean, looking back on it, why was that first one so successful? Total grassroots. It's grown through word of mouth. It's grown through... There's a a, um, kindred spirit in the mountain bike community. Um, It's a small world, let's say. Uh, People talk with each other. Local bike shops have been tremendous supporters, um, both in terms of um, sponsoring um, prizes. I got a I got to talk to you about our prize raffle at the event. Okay. Um, so the local bike shops help to uh, promote it through, you know, flyers, talking to their uh, patrons, local clubs. There's a lot of bike clubs um, and getting them to talk about it. I mean, we literally, we would print these little, I know a good printer, so we printed up these <laughs> <laughs> these business cards, and uh, business card size little things that, that riders would hand out to other riders uh, the couple months prior to the event when they see them on the trails. So really kind of word of mouth. And I think, you know, it's, 
participants are inspired as well. They're going to ride anyway. Why not ride for a good cause? Right. So the way we raise funds, the, all the registration fees go to um, support our nonprofits. So uh, we do charge sixty dollars uh, to participate in the event, forty dollars for the ten mile event, but mm-hmm. sixty for the twenty five and fifty. So the, uh, a portion of you know, I mean that that portion goes to the fundraising. We also have sponsors that donate uh, to the event, generous, and that, that could be corporate, could be individuals, uh, and then. We sell raffle tickets for this uh, amazing, I think we're legendary for our prize raffle. We have over really? $30,000 in uh, prizes that we raffle off at the end of each event. Okay. And uh, Things like? Things like, uh, well, I've got a guy dropping off a 55-inch uh, TV today and a set of Beats headphones. Um, I've got a mountain bike trip. Uh, it's called San Juan Trail, um, hut-to-hut trip, uh, Durango to Moab. That's like an $895 value. Uh, grand prize is going to be a $6,000 mountain bike that the My winner goodness. can select the frame, size, and style and model of their choice from santa cruz bikes they're a major sponsor shimano is a major sponsor i don't want to start listing people off because i'm right. sure i'm going to miss right, miss, right. Uh, i'm sure this is the information available somewhere like on, on our, our website, website. there you what, go what, what would that be then? okay uh, the, the short website is 50mr.com 50mr.com okay. you can also go to 50mileride.com it'll take you to the same place okay so event details uh, more background on the the uh nonprofits that we support. So we need 200 volunteers to pull this event off on on event day. So uh, if you don't cycle, uh, but you know someone that does uh, and you want to help out that day, please uh, go to our website and click on the volunteer tab. And and there's a selection of a number of different options for you to to pick uh, to... uh, well, I hope some people will do that that are listening so to us live here on octalkradio.net. And if somebody would like to learn more about your business, West America Communications, how do they find that enterprise? MyWestAmerica.com. MyWestAmerica.com is our website and a uh, pretty comprehensive, uh, comprehensive website. We do websites, so ours better look pretty good. I think they'll be impressed if they uh, go to visit it and they can learn more about our services. Well, it's been a pleasure getting to know you, learning about your philanthropic enterprises as well as your entrepreneurial spirit. So thanks for being a friend of our program and a part of our community now, Doug Grant. It's been a pleasure uh, talking with you today, Rick. Thank you very much. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to wrap it up. I hope that you've enjoyed today's show and maybe in some part we've helped to improve your decision-making skills. I obviously want to thank our advertisers, Center Club, Community Bank, Decision Toolbox, Executives Unlimited, MBN Design, SH Rubber, Strategic Market Intelligence, SunUp Group, TE Company, Tone Software, Turn Up the Volume, and UPS Protection. Until our next show, uh, this is your host, Rick Franzi, saying I hope that all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show. Focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi. 